Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For all NBA NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up, everybody? It's Golden Spaces. the odyssey original podcast and the warriors just won a game Woo! yes <laughs> <laughs> got karima with me right now how are you feeling after that when they finally break their what six game losing streak yeah I- i'm feeling good i'm feeling good because it was a solid win it wasn't ugly it wasn't like oh we had to claw and do all of these extra special things just to get this win it was a complete team effort. Everybody chipped in. Everybody was feeling good, touching the ball. At times we thought maybe they weren't getting enough touches, some people. But overall, this was a, a very solid, complete win that you could just see the energy just coming through that everybody was just like, we can't go out like this, y'all. We need this and they produced facts i mean this uh the typical home win right they won every quarter except for the fourth quarter where the rockets try to really get desperate and make a push at the end um they everybody shot the ball well they hit 21 threes 21 out of 43 threes is pretty hard to lose when you're shooting that well from three and they hit 28 free throws (laughs) so (laughs) <laughs> it's it's hard to lose when you're getting that many free throws, making them, and getting that many threes and making them. The starters, everybody shot well from three. Steph hit five threes. And, I mean, for those who don't know, he's averaging five and a half three-point makes a game, which is the most in NBA history. He just finds a way to continue to push the I told you he, he'd make history again. Yeah. <laughs> he's different. Clay finally got it going. He finally hit 20 points this season. Um, five or 11 from three. Got it going early. I want to say he had 12 in the first quarter. He did. He did. Well, you 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 knew that it was that concentration right there that we are getting him going. That mm-hmm. is our goal. Because as, you know, on the Warriors broadcast, they kept letting us know that Curry had only taken one shot in the first quarter, you know, <laughs> so it was, it was a conscious effort to let's really feed clay just 
to try to get him some some mojo going, and it worked. Yeah, his shots. Yeah, thankfully. Clay's the type of guy like if he gets his rhythm shots and they're good looks, he's most likely going to hit him. He where it's when he doesn't get shots for a, a bunch of possessions in a row, and then he feels like he has to shoot, so he shoots mm-hmm. whatever is available to him, or even right. sometimes shots aren't available to him, and he still shoots them. <laughs> so he only took 16 shots today, which is a pretty good number, I think, for him. Like it, somewhere in that 16 to 18 range is the the ideal spot for him with most of them being open looks and he hit him steph took 14 shots but 12 free throws ended up with 32 points on 14 shots <laughs> ridiculously efficient guy and as we were saying in the in the pre-pod like there's guys hanging on his jersey he's getting fouled every time he touches the ball dylan brooks is just bumping him off his off his um his his drive every time fred van vliet got his hand in there unfazed yeah completely unfazed he's just a different level different caliber of player um chris paul chris paul 15 points and 12 assists quietly chris paul has been scoring the ball very very well recently yes he has he's hit 17 of his last 32 threes over 50 percent that's pretty good. I mean, in his, I mean, in those games, I want to say that's like the last maybe eight or nine games or something like that. So he's hitting multiple threes per game. He's letting it fly. And that's exactly what this team needs from him. He can't be, he can't not be a scoring threat on this team. Exactly. And so we saw that really, you know, really take, take like center stage this game. It was like, finally, this is what we're talking about. You're open, but you were too busy. Like, well, mm, let me pass, 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 run all over the place. Dude, you're open for Mm. a reason. Take the shot. So it was really good to see there was no hesitation. He just let it fly, kept things going. That's what we needed. And he, you know, played with a quicker pace this time too, instead of really, you know, dragging us down to this super, super slow pace where it was like, no, we're trying to run here, not walk. So, mm-hmm. so, so he really, it was like, oh, he got the memo. Keep up. Just, yeah. Just a bit and take the open shots. And yeah. so that's what he was doing. And he was even getting into his mid range, that elbow jumper that he loves so much hit a few of those and it was good. It was like, yes, this is what we're talking about. And then you just, you just saw the energy. Like we Mm -hmm. said, the energy on the ball is just things are popping. Look at us, you know, and it's not to say that the Rockets aren't playing good defense because (laughs) they really are, but it's the movement of the ball and everyone actually just being aware of what they need to be doing Mm -hmm. and not getting lost kind of like, so this was good. Yeah, for sure. Like this is this is a part of Chris Paul's evolution with the team and learning how to play with this team. For the majority of the time that he's played so far, it's been the, his game, right? Like the slow, methodical pick and roll mm-hmm. in the second unit. Even with the for the first unit, he'll come and slow things down. But as a part of like this whole process they have to adjust to his game and he has to adjust to their game as well. Like you said, picking up the pace, playing within the flow of the offense, because you don't need to slow everything down, especially when you have a motion offense where everybody has to be a threat. So he has to be able to make that shift from point guard to score. Yeah. 
you know, and he has to blend it in kind of seamlessly for this team to be the best version that it can be of itself. I mean, 121 points is, you know, pretty, pretty good offense there. So he's, he found a good groove and I think he's kind of figuring it out a little bit. Yeah. Defensively, I think the team still has a, has a way to go, but obviously they're two, two of their three best defenders are out at the moment with no Draymond and no Gary. You saw a little bit of trace, um, but not a ton, only four minutes. So they kind of leaned into, they're, they're leaning into offense with those guys out playing pods, 18 minutes for uh, 18 minutes tonight. Dario closed the game pretty much instead of Looney, which was pretty risky because Singoon started just cooking. Yeah. And it's not really much that Dario could do to stop him. So you probably should have closed with Loon there um, on Singoon. But I think they're just trying to juice the offense up, making sure they can keep scoring with these other teams to keep them at bay and instead of trying to lean in on defense and not being able to score at the end. So um, not not too upset with that. Yeah, I didn't I didn't think our defense was horrible at all. I really would point to Andrew Wiggins just really being super super solid on defense. Mm-hmm. Like he was everywhere. He was on Fred. Like he was getting up in that and crashing the boards. Like you saw and he almost had that put back dunk. That was just going to be, you know, super crazy. Mm-hmm. But look at him getting to the free throw line. I think he was also perfect at the line and the shot looks good. He's banking in threes, hit back-to-back threes, no less. So I think that carryover from the last game, it really just kind of opened things up for Wiggins. But his defense was was really, really good. And I thought Looney was good too. But just, you know, missing some of those layups those that were just right there, which probably I think kind of forced Kerr to kind of just be like, uh, you know yeah. what, it's getting, it's getting tight. Let's just switch this up because Dario is still serviceable. He still is grinding in there. It's not like he's just going to get be a pushover in there. He's going to fight for the ball at least. You yeah. so you got you still got an opportunity. So it's not this huge drop off by you know taking Looney out and putting Dario in there because you saw it was getting close. And guess what? Dario got to the line. He hit his free throws. Like. So it was it was still like, nah, we're going to need that, too. So it was a good like you said, it was risky, but I think it was the right move in Mm -hmm. in those moments. So for sure. Sure. He's so smart. He got Steph on a back on a back door layup with the pass. He ran a pick and roll at the end with Chris Paul to get, like you said, get himself to the line and knock his free throws down. He's a really, really good offensive player. And he was somebody that even before the um like the offseason really kicked off i wanted them to grab dario because i knew he could fill in on this role and mm-hmm. play on this team because of his iq his ability to shoot pass dribble all these things and he's filling up the stat sheet at 18 points five rebounds two assists one still one block plus five mm-hmm. just a just a perfect fit hopefully they can find a way to keep him after this season um i doubt he'll be on a minimum but we'll see when we get there yeah um, <laughs> hopefully, it's a, yeah. <laughs> hopefully it's that championship um you know persuasion of just staying on a staying on a championship right. team but we'll see when we get there moses moody had himself a, a decent game right seven yeah. points 
four rebounds, active out there, doing things, just doing the typical stay ready things. Exactly. Just really just mucking things up, getting in the passing lanes, getting on the ground, just, you know, chipping balls out, grabbing those boards and just being where he needed to be. And Mm -hmm. then, hey, nothing's happening. Guess what? I'm going to drive to the hole. And that's what he did. Boom. Wow. There we go. Getting to the line. So he's, he's just making the right moves. And I think just based off of what Kerr had said earlier, how he's, he's trying to find minutes to, you know, and Moody kind of is the one that kind of gets the shaft of it. But I think you saw in this particular game that he really tried to work in Moody a lot more and even Kaminga Kaminga, decided he just wanted to get himself out of the game with some of the boneheaded fouls and stuff like that, which that's his Achilles heel. It's just like, you got to just stay locked in, buddy. Like, Mm -hmm. don't just let it, you know, anything just like take you off of your course. Like you were doing well and then you pick up those quick fouls, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And then it's just like, okay, now, now, now you, you got to come sit down. Because yep. now you're putting us in a position to where, okay, things could get loosey-goosey here. Just have a seat. But I, I think Kerr was making a conscious effort to let me let me find these minutes for Moses and really get him in there. So he was in the second unit. He was with the starting group. So um, I, I just thought Moody, I just love Moody, you know. Yeah. I mean, he's he's really good. He's really solid. Yeah. I think ultimately, when you think about his career going forward, you have to examine like how high his ceiling can be, like how dynamic of a player is he ultimately going to be, or is he just going to be a really really good role player for you know the rest of his career? I mean, mm-hmm. I think either way, you're going to get an extremely solid player. Hopefully, he's a warrior for yeah an extended period of time. But if he you know works on his handle a little bit more, just get a little bit more creative with the way he goes about trying to score points i think he could be a really good you know starter mm-hmm. you know and his defense is already on the up right yeah. like so so much of a difference from his rookie season and he's actually becoming one of the more dynamic defenders in the league using his length and stuff like that speaking of jonathan i think he got a tech remember he, he got a tech well that was he, a soft tech that that i was just was. like come on because you just let fred yell out what and do all of that yeah and nothing happening jonathan was just like wait that, where was the foul immediately like, like the refs <laughs> the refs don't even don't even hide it anymore nope i don't think <laughs> they're, like, just, every, they're just staying for the warriors <laughs> it's i mean every fan base feels like the refs are against them but it's like it's a mountain of evidence at this yeah. point against the warriors it's it's actually crazy um, Steph's getting like like we said, getting thrown around the whole game. Rarely gets um, the amount of calls he should get. Yeah, but you you saw the clear one in the fourth. Dylan just literally pushes him off the spot. Kerr's losing his mind. Like, yep. what? And then and then Fred, Fred gets it. Look, look, gets the same call immediately. Playing defense, barely yeah. barely with a bump to the line. <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. It's like, imagine if Steph actually got a superstar whistle. Man. Like, 
he would be by far the best player of all time. But, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they got to find a way to, you know, overcome that consistently. And that's just, you know, it is what it is at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think we covered this game as much as we can cover it. Like they, like I said, like we said, this is like a super solid home win. Shot the ball extremely well. Defended as well as they needed to to get the win. Right? Could have been a better defensive effort overall, but you take a win, especially after six straight losses. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. Now you're looking forward to um, the next few games. I think you got Phoenix next. Yeah, Phoenix next, where you you know they're coming off of a high and everything, getting that win in Utah and double overtime, which that that mm -hmm. haven't fouled them, but you know anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he might have, yeah, he might. He was like, no, he, he really did. And landing space, he was all in, in Marlon space there. But you know, listen, that call, if it's us, it's going against us anyway. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, but Phoenix is, is really, you know, high on themselves right now. So it's going to be a charged up game, definitely. I mean, it's going to be in Phoenix on Wednesday. On Wednesday, they got Book and KD. Mm -hmm. No Beal, no Draymond. Look, Beal still. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he might be out for like another few weeks. Ooh. Back issues are extremely difficult to deal with. That's true. 
so that's something to monitor all year like if he's even going to be healthy that changes their ceiling ultimately i right. think because they're just back in the same position you were last year with book and kd and a bunch of just random guys right um even though those guys are a little bit better this year than they were last year but still the same and uh yeah no draymond no gary maybe hopefully they get Gary back, but who knows? I don't think Gary will be back on Wednesday. Maybe one after this, mm-hmm. he might be back. But uh, yeah, I, I don't see him being ready for Wednesday. Right, right. Which is unfortunate because he's one of the better Devin Booker defenders there out go. there. Yep. And it allows Wiggins to be put on uh, KD. So I'm curious to see how they start that game. They could put Clay back on KD like they did opening night. Which he did really well. He did a good job. He did. KD's in a groove now, though. So it might not matter who you put on him, to be honest. You know. He, he he those, yeah. A little tough on him. Yeah, make it tough. Get physical with him. I mean, I think at this point, KD is like, uh, if you're super physical with him, you can kind of get him off his game more so than in years past. Yeah. But that should be a, that should be a good game. Let's take a look at the West standings because the last time we checked, the Warriors were not in a good we position. We were 10. 10. 10. <laughs> look, where are we at? 10. 10. No, I'm just kidding. Are we still <laughs> we're still sitting at 10? Still okay. sitting at 10. It's cool. It's cool. If they you know win this next game. So they when they definitely... win this next game, you know, when, we yeah. just start, you know, racking up wins. That's how we like to think about this, Justin. <laughs> I I agree. I agree. This is a little stretch right here coming up is it's okay. Like the thing is, like, even though they came back home, like we said in the previous pod, like these are all good teams that they've been playing. Like Cleveland's right. good, Minnesota's good, OKC's good, even Houston's good. Like Houston's right above us in the standings and they've been beating a lot of good teams you know they're kind of on a little skid right now um but now they got phoenix san antonio sacramento with with fox who just what won six games in a row or something like that yeah but I, didn't they just drop this game against uh the pelicans oh they might have if they if they lost tonight then yeah they did they, they just got smashed tonight okay. yeah and i was just like wait i had looked up and i was like oh the kings are gonna win this <laughs> nope and all of a sudden, flipped script. Pelicans yeah. were just blowing them out. So, yeah. but so, this, um, but that's the game we get Draymond back. So that will be interesting. Yeah, <laughs> might get ejected again off his first game back. Like it's the Kings, Sabonis, mm-hmm. and you know Mike Brown is going to be telling them he's just coming back off a suspension. Let's get him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Could be. Yeah. Could be. Mike knows this team like the back of his hand, and that always creates that it acts for um an interesting dynamic, right? To the whole thing, like it just adds a different level of difficulty to that matchup. Um, but I mean, the Warriors should probably just. I mean, they should definitely take it a game at a time because you can't look too far ahead. You lost six games in a row. No. Cannot. You got to start focusing on each individual matchup and going into that game trying to win because you need to work your way up the standings, start stacking, and get on the run. Because once you start taking it a game at a time, and next thing you know, you've won 
five, six in a row. And now you're really cooking. Right. So, and that's the one thing I think about this team that is we haven't yet seen this team at their best. Like, have we seen this team play near its best and it's still not enough? Then you can say, okay, maybe this team just doesn't have it. But so far this season, one, when have they been healthy and right. all available for an extended stretch? At no point. Right. right. Draymond's missed, what, how many games at this point? Like six, whether health or suspension. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, that in itself just – you know, that that's another thing in itself. But outside of that, Wiggins is just now getting into a groove, it feels like. Yep. Play was in a decent groove early, but he's like, he was out of it. Now he's hopefully trying to get back into it. Chris Paul couldn't hit a three for the first month of the season. <laughs> like, so many things are were going against them early on. And when they get an extended stretch where things aren't like that, I think we can see a much different team. Then we can, exactly. Because even early on, going through all of that, we were on the road and mm. we were winning. So, I mean, it took took some stuff to get us those wins, but we did it with still being so, you know, unbalanced and everything. We saw the second unit just, like, carry us, you know, to these yep. wins. So now, you know, to come back home and be on this like losing streak which we had already circled like oh they should win this they should win this they should win this we're at home like there's no reason why yet people still didn't show up that we thought would show up mm -hmm. and then you have a suspension and all of those things so now we hope you know just moving forward we get the pieces back and everybody has now found their legs and we can really see what this team can be for sure. For sure. Hopefully we get a big CP3 game back in Phoenix. This is his first time. First time back. back. Might be a little jittery, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's probably, he's definitely starting. Well, yeah, that. That, that seems to be kind of like how it, how it is. If Draymond is out, Chris will yeah. start, you know. Um, it, it wasn't, you know, it hasn't been bad. It I hasn't. Have, I have to you know, say, initially, I'm like, ah, I don't really like this. However, it's worked out. Yes. So we keep going with it until, you know, the the rightful people are in their places. Mm -hmm. and, you know, we just go with it. So. Yeah. They've, um, they've held up a little bit better defensively than anticipated, though they aren't like a lockdown defensive lineup, but they are working out offensively. I mean, he was a plus 12 today, team high plus 12. Okay. So, I mean, he, he finds ways to, to win his minutes. Um, I'm just, I would love for those minutes to be down a little bit for those guys. Like he's at yeah. 34 steps at 35 clays at 31. I would, like to see all those guys under 30 mm -hmm. consistently i mean that would be a good indication that they're sitting in the fourth quarter because they're blowing another team out and it would be another indication that the young guys or the bench guys are just playing really well and earning those minutes um, going up so it's something to look out for over the course of the season because they're going to need their legs come playoff time exactly
all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. So other things going on, right? We keep hearing about guys asking out and what teams would, would be best for them and all this stuff. How do you feel about the Warriors and potentially making trades later on in the season? See, I I think what we have is is good enough. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think we need to be doing any kind of trading or anything like that. If we're picking up people, okay, but I don't think we need to be sending people out. Like, I think we stick with who we have because we have seen that the second unit can work and can win its minutes while Curry sits. We've seen it happen. And we we know that our true starting five can get it done. Listen, it's, it's going to come. I just don't think, you know, come trade deadline that we should be moving off of Jonathan Kaminga because that seems to be like the name out there to move him. I just mm. I just don't see it. I just feel like the work that's being done to just move off of him. Now, who are we who are we going to try to bring in now to mm-hmm. now they've got to learn the system and everything like that. I'm kind of just like this is who we got let them at least work it out to get there. Like, can, can we get to 20 games? We ain't even at 20 games. And yeah. already like, oh, we played them. We just, da, 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 da. Everybody just bugs out so quickly that I'm just like, let's give it time to actually marinate, you know? Let's mm-hmm. see us at full strength. And then we can talk. But we haven't seen that yet. So when we see it, then we can make an assessment. But I I don't think anybody should be getting moved. But you clearly Mm -hmm. think otherwise. Me? (laughs) Yeah, who? Who are you trying to get rid of? Oh, no, 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 no. I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. I mean, I I agree with you totally. I think, well, the two two big names that you keep seeing – online for one is coming mm-hmm. as you said the other is clay like, yeah. everyone wants to trade clay and i understand wanting clay to play better i understand wanting someone who is more reliable as a shot creator as the second option and stuff instead of having clay thompson there but i don't think you accomplish that by getting rid of clay right that just opens up another can of worms of issues that now exist because you don't have everything that clay brings to you which is elite shooting yep elite gravity so even if he's not hitting shots teams will still guard him in his jersey as if he's just in threes in a row exactly (laughs) which opens the floor up for all these other dudes and then as much as people want to talk about his defense he does scale up and down on defense right he guards twos on switches he guards fives on switches fours like yeah part of the reason why the Warriors have been so good defensively over the years is because they can switch everybody. And he's a big reason why they can do that and still do that in their uh, best lineups. So I'm not trading Clay, especially not trading him for Zachary Levine. You know, I like Zach. Look, we, all Zach like, we like Zach in the dunking contest. We do. We do. Okay? You know, I'm just saying, like, but people need to realize, like, everything that goes into trades, right? It's just not a player for a player, right? It's money right. for money. 
it's fit, it's continuity, it's chemistry, mm-hmm. it's the locker room dynamic, it's the fact that one guy has been on this team and won four championships, and your very best player in franchise history is pretty close friends with this guy. Um, they have like this nickname. Like, yeah, they have like a nickname. It's like an entire brand together. Like it's just that that wouldn't yeah. make a lot of sense to separate those guys in that kind of way. But um, let's just talk about money wise, right? Zach makes over 40 mil. Clay makes 40 mil this year, and he will never make close to that in a single season ever again. No, I think nope. it's pretty, pretty obvious, right? Meanwhile, Zach is gonna make 45 next year and then 47 and then 49 (laughs) so talk about a payroll right right that's just not going to be smart to bring that type of contract onto your team unless you know you have like an all nba top 15 top 12 player in the league right if you're trading for devin booker sure let's talk about it yeah let's talk about it right (laughs) if you're trading for somebody of that caliber then by all means, you might have to pull that trigger. But you're bringing in Zach Levine, right? He's fringe all-star level, very good player, but he's not that much better, if better than Clay at all, to make for it to make sense for to bring on that much money and completely uproot the, the foundation of this team in this dynasty. To say blowing it all up for what? This guy? For just a little bit more ISO game is pretty much what people are so in, enamored with. Um, and who dunks? Look. And the dunks, yeah. The little, <laughs> little bit more athletic and all this type of stuff. Um, so another name that's brought up is, uh, I mean, obviously all the Raptors guys. People love the Raptors guys. Oh, my gosh. And I, mean, and I like those guys, too. I think they can help the team depending on, like, how – a deal is structured, but I'm also, I'm still firmly in the belief that we need to see this team together for an extended stretch before we make any type of decisions like that. And we know they're capable of playing at their best and we know what they would look like at their best. So I'm not saying let's go get this guy and this guy and this guy, but OG and Anobi is a name that comes up every single year. Every time, and I'm like homie, don't even stay healthy throughout <laughs> seasons. But y'all, you know, just constantly, we need OG, we need OG. What, what are you doing? What is he doing, really? <laughs> He's a good player, but you're right. He he, he has his health. He has his health issues for exactly. sure. He's also he's also valued at Michael Jordan levels, according to Masai Ujiri. Okay, they want an arm and a leg. And the other arm and the other leg as well for that guy. <laughs> and don't forget your mama's too. So yeah. like it just it's like it's not gonna happen. Siakam was also they always talk about Siakam coming over and everything. It's just like mm-hmm. guys, we're not doing it. It's too early. I would say. I'll say it's too early. Um, and I've you know thought about these things and you know came up with scenarios about if we were to go after this player, what would that trade package look like and all that type of stuff. But at the end of the day, a deal is not going to be made until closer to the deadline anyway. So it's not really worth putting that much time and energy into. And like we said, just let the team play and let us see what we really have before you try to just ship guys out and just completely 
undo everything that they've done from the, the end of last season all the way up to this point. You have to completely rewire that if you bring in another guy and yeah. swap out another and somebody else. And so how how are you feeling about this, though? Do you think the closer we get to the deadline, do you see that Kaminga and Moody could be in a package to go? Like, I... That's I wouldn't put it out the realm of possibility. Definitely not. I think they, I mean, their value is so high is because their, their contract number is low and their own contract for next year. Right. And they're both good young players. But the thing is, if you trade somebody like that, you, you, you want to be getting back someone that, you know, one can contribute beyond this year because those two dudes, you know, are going to be, contributors for the next 10 years right so you want somebody that can help beyond this year and you want somebody who was like clearly better than them right step right on the floor you already know like well yeah like you know for sure their value on, <laughs> on court impact is going to be higher than those guys but the thing is guys who are clearly better than them are making more money considerably more money so you would have to attach one of the veteran guys mm -hmm. most likely Right, like Moody and Kaminga's contracts together are about ten million. I want to say Moody's right. three, three right. nine. Yeah, so it's about ten million. So if you're trading both of them for a ten million dollar player, who who making ten million is going to be worth both of those two? Two guys, right. Right? right? People want to bring up Alex Caruso. I think Alex makes about nine. I don't think he's worth both of those guys. No, he is not. Um, so you're going to have to swing for a bigger fish with those two guys and then you're going to have to attach somebody like a chris paul who's making 30 million so now that's 40 million to work with but, but you, who's it, taking who's, chris paul yeah who's taking that i mean i guess somebody will take his expiring contract and just say okay we just let you walk at the end of the year and we have moody and kaminga but that deal has to materialize like somewhere like where is that deal at yeah <laughs> who's who's available for that number and what team is taking that you know, and, and do we even need to make that deal is the question. I don't think at this very moment, I don't think so. When we get close to the deadline, we'll see what their record is, how they perform performing, how each of the players are performing. But just to answer your first question, I don't mm -hmm. think Mike is uh, hesitant at all. I don't think he's shy. No, he, no, he is not. I just, that I... I'm just not ready to accept something like that mm -hmm. <laughs> going down the pipe because it's just like, wait. Yeah, yeah. Like they're just finally getting their shot. I know, right? <laughs> and you know, to ship them off would just be just really sad to see. That's all. So that's why I'm like, no, no, it's too early. I can't, I can't think like that. So right, right. If somebody does get shipped off, I mean, it, it got to be the guy who ain't been here, but he's been playing better, Mister Mister Christopher. So yeah, <laughs> we he a warrior for now, so we gonna we gonna stick Listen, by him. That's right, we gonna stick by him. We're gonna cheer him on. <laughs> yeah, adjacent to him, we <laughs> he, he gotta he gotta win something with us before it's, before he's Look, a I, official I, warrior I, warrior. Purchase a jersey or anything like that. It's still. Yeah. Okay, Chris. Okay, Chris. Let's go. Right. <laughs> right. right. Um, we got anything else to add? 
no. Well, back to this game, you mentioned how uh, Trace didn't get that much playing time, but he also, he didn't really look all that. Uh, he didn't really put on. Yeah. Like I thought he would, but you know, he, he's been doing uh, everything in the G league. So, and he was listed as questionable coming into this game. So he kind of was just like, yeah, I can go. And then he got out there and realized, maybe I really can't go. Mm-hmm. No, because Shangoon, what's his name? He was, he was eating. So <laughs> he's good. He is he's good. You can add him to the, the, the growing list of um, like European get, bigs. We need to get him. We need a true center. We need to do, 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 do. <laughs> If Looney misses two layups, it's like, oh my gosh, why is he in the game? It's, it's like, yeah, we get upset if he misses those easy layups, but just look at the entire package of Looney and what mm. he brings. That's why you don't get rid of Looney, okay? Mm-hmm. Look at him making his free throws. I just want to shout out Loon Dog for that. He's, Loon. He's, he's looking really good at that line. So I'm like, yeah. right, he's been working on it. He's been working. Loon's a, Loon's a guy who, over the course of the season, is going to start playing better and better and better. That's just kind of like the nature of his, the way he comes into seasons. He's, you know, not peaking until he gets into a groove. So, yeah, shout out to Loon. He's always, he's, he's all reliable. Yep. <laughs> he's still out there looking like it hurts, but he's still doing it. And <laughs> he going, he going to keep, he going to keep trucking. So he's at 22 minutes. Sorry, Dario was at 26 minutes. Pretty, you know, pretty even split. Kind of how we we'd want that, right? Yeah. Depending on matchup, these guys should be yep. playing around like even minutes. Um, and then you know it was Dario's night a little bit more tonight because he was scoring, mm-hmm. so he got a little bit more minutes than Loon. But Loon still brought what he brought to the table, which is defense and rebounding. And almost taken out for Van Vliet. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's funny how like the Rock is just kind of like stocked up on the kind of annoying players. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> him, Dylan Brooks, kind of Reggie Bullock is another guy. Yeah. Reggie's like, pretty quiet this game. He didn't play that much, but uh pretty quiet. Oh, and Jeff Green. Jeff Green. Yeah, but we cool. We like Uncle Jeff. Well, listen, I don't really like Uncle Jeff, but, you know, I was rooting for him when he was a nugget, just when they were, you know, in the finals, but (laughs) (laughs) that's about it. That's about it. That's about it. Okay. Yeah. So it's a good young Rockets team. I think, you know, Ime Udoka is doing a decent job there. We, you know, we're not big Ime fans. Um, right, right. Considering his past, but he's doing a decent job with this team. Jabari Smith Jr. is gonna be very good. I've yeah, you know been a fan of his. Everybody else on the team, eh, like yeah, Shangoon's Shangoon's good. Yeah, Jabari's good. Yeah. Everybody else, I'm cool off of. Right. <laughs> I don't want to offend anybody. Jalen Green is gonna be nice. You know, I know he's a Bay. He's a Bay Area guy, California yeah. guy. So I don't want to offend anybody. But, but they like they like they Jalen Green. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm I'm Jabari, Team Jabari, Team Shangoon. Those two, no, those those two are really, really nice players. For sure. I couldn't get mad at them. Like I was just like, no, that was a tough shot. And I know. Look, we played good defense. That was just a tough shot. Mm -hmm. And he made it. 
So mm -hmm. you live with it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yeah, Phoenix coming up. Hopefully, we start getting these wins. You know, streaking, stacking them going forward. Um, what's the? We usually do. Me and Nat would do a vibe check every so often. You know, out of ten, one out of ten. What are you What are you thinking right now? Well, since this is our first win after six straight losses, the vibe. I'm. You know what? I'm at a seven. Okay. Because of how they played, I'm at a seven. I take a seven. What solid? What say you? That's a passing grade. I'm gonna say. If you say a six and a half. I'm... No, no, no. I'm not saying six. And a half. <laughs> I'm going to say seven as well. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to say seven as well. This is what, the seventh home game? It is. Look at you. They won on the seventh game, so they are going to get a seven. <laughs> <laughs> Lost all the other ones. So, yeah, we sticking with a seven for now. Yeah. Um, It's been a great episode. You know, Golden Spaces, Odyssey Original. You know all the things we're going to ask you to do. <laughs> so do it. So do it. Right? Watch us on YouTube. Subscribe to 957 the game YouTube channel and get on that podcast folder. Find Golden Spaces, watch these episodes, comment, um, share, follow us on X, follow us on Instagram, follow us on TikTok very soon. Oh, that's ooh, coming ooh, as well. Ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah, be on the lookout. Be on the lookout. <laughs> uh, leave us good reviews, five stars only. If it's not five stars, do not leave us a review. Exactly. <laughs> Why waste your time then? Why waste your time? Why waste your time? Support us. But uh, thank you for listening. And we'll be back after the Phoenix game on Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. All right. Peace. Bye.